Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast, is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Hi guys, today we're joined by Kate Kerwin from SheCo and past MLC Collegian. And we're going to be asking her some questions about her role in inspiring women in STEM. So what inspired you to venture into coding? Um, I just got really curious. So I started working in a co-working space, um, so surrounded by entrepreneurs and people running their own businesses. Um, and I knew nothing about tech. So I was just really curious and just asking a lot of questions. Um, and then I went to a lot of different events and uh, meetups and just tried to learn as much as possible. And then kind of got to a point where I couldn't learn from those anymore. So I kind of did my own Googling um, and then kind of went down the rabbit hole. So what would you say are some of your most rewarding achievements to date? Yeah, so um, there's a bunch of cool things. Um, so I was fortunate to win a 40 Under 40 award um, earlier this year, which is a pretty um, pretty incredible honour. Um, and I think I was probably one of the youngest people who were part of that this year's cohort, um, which is also really exciting. There's people that have created businesses and um, done a whole heap of really incredible things. So it's good to be part of that list. Um, but I think what's rewarding is seeing people that have come through my programs and career changed and like they're doing the things that they love. And there's a, there's a couple of women who'd been told like their whole lives that they could never do this by, um, friends and family, by, um, some of their professors at, at university told that they would never be able to do it and they'd kind of given up and then they came through the program and now they're in technical careers. And that's like, it's just so magical seeing that happen. Yeah, so um, when you were our age, did you think that you would be doing what you are today? No, um, I really only started this um, and why I started SheCodes is because I was trying to learn to code and couldn't find a community that existed. Um, that was kind of my first entry point um, and then I've kind of centred my whole life around it for the last six years since then. Um, I don't really know when I was when I was here, when I was at MLZ, um, I was really passionate about um, still making a difference. So I was really interested in politics and, and how we can make like a political and an economic difference in the world. Um, and then as, as time's gone on, I've kind of found where my niche is in um, supporting women in STEM. I think, I think my like, major piece of advice to MLC students is just to um, follow your passions and just get really curious. So um, kind of thinking outside the box and just taking all of those opportunities and just getting really curious about what exists um, and then just trying to connect to the real world as much as possible because we do live in a little bit of a bubble while we're at school which is awesome it's a nice safe bubble um, but then just figuring out what happens in the real world and um, where opportunities might exist and what jobs exist um, so the reality is that jobs are changing so quickly um, a lot of the jobs that are going to be created for your generation don't exist now so um, just yeah figuring out where those are and and not following necessarily a traditional pathway um, if it doesn't make sense for you. And what would you say some of your future goals are working in this area? So our crazy ambitious goal is to teach 100,000 women. Um, I've taught 5,000, so I've got, you know, 95% of the way still to go. Um, but that would be that would be pretty incredible. And where I want to get to is a point where my job doesn't exist anymore because 
it's not a problem. Um, that's the long-term ambition. So who do you look up to in terms of mentorship and guidance? Yeah, so we've actually got a really incredible community here in in Perth. Um, and we've got a few speakers who speak at international conferences or used to speak at international conferences when that was still a thing that we could travel and do. Um, but we've got some pretty incredible here in, people here in WA. So like uh, Amy Kaepernick speaks at conferences all the time. Um, there's someone called Mandy Michael who's done um, the like most incredible work with CSS fonts. Um, she's like globally recognized for doing stuff with CSS. Um, so we've got some pretty cool people here in, in WA. Um, and I, and then I think it's the students that just keep inspiring me as well. Um, so they're doing, they're making the big difference in their careers too. What roles do your team play in your motivation at She Codes? Oh, that's a really cool question. Um, and I'm actually growing my team at the moment. So I just hired someone in Brisbane last week, um, which is a little bit terrifying, but super exciting as well. Her name is also Kate. So I'm super excited for the world of confusion that that is going to be in a few weeks time. Um, and then here in Perth, I've got um, two, two staff members working with me here. And we're all quite different in our backgrounds and how we've got to where we're going um and they're yeah they're super incredible women and they're really passionate and driven to how we make change as well what is the most unique experience you've had during your time at she codes oh most unique experience um I've got to do some really cool things so um I had the pleasure of being part of an accelerator program um called plus eight uh, I actually organized it for a couple of years and then I was um, admitted as, as a company through that as well. And so I got mentoring from um, some pretty, pretty incredible people that have done growing businesses and scaled businesses in the past. Um, as part of that, I got to go to San Francisco. Um, so I actually went to Facebook, to Google, um, to Airbnb. Um, they've got a beautiful office um, in San Francisco. And so that was pretty incredible that just seeing the scale of where those tech companies have been. Um, and I think the most memorable moment, I was having a conversation with someone um, from San Francisco and he was like, what's Perth like? I'm like, oh, you know, we're kind of a mining town, but um, we're you know, getting a little bit more creative in our innovation and we've got a growing startup scene and um, this is kind of what Perth is like. And he was like, oh, do you mean Bitcoin mining? And I'm like, no, I mean actual mining. And he was like, oh, I've never, I've never heard anyone talk about actual mining before. I just assume that you mean Bitcoin mining. Like, it's very San Francisco. Um, not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> it's a very different way of life over there. So, um, yeah, it's just fascinating seeing the cultural differences. What are some of the barriers for women in STEM? Yeah, so right now, according to the latest Australian Computer Society report, only 29% of tech is currently female. Um, and in software developer and software engineering roles, that's more like 10%. Um, so the barriers that we're seeing is um, like for a lot of women, they feel like they don't really fit in, um, which is important when you're working in an industry to have people that are like you. Um, there's also like broader issues for women on um, how we can get promotions and get other opportunities um, I've even heard some really crazy stories about um, you know like women on mine sites that are like don't even have the right bathrooms and things provided for them because like that's just the way that the industry had been for a long time um, so yeah I think there's a whole heap of, of different things but where it comes down to is the lack of 
lack of opportunities um, and then feeling like you're not really part of something um, and getting kind of singled out because of that. So building onto that, why do you think that there is a lack of opportunities? Yeah, so it's actually really interesting because the first software developers um, were women. So the people who like invented computing um, was was a lot of women because it was seen as like an administrative kind of role at the time. And then sort of progressively since the 80s, we've been going down further and further um, in the number of women in, in tech. So um, I think that's sort of kind of crazy that that's kind of the way that that it's gone um and I think there's just this stereotype that we've created that like a person in tech has to be a guy sitting in a basement wearing a hoodie with like lines of code washing over him and that's what we see in the movies um and the reality is that that isn't what most developers are like like I've never been in an office where there's people in hoodies with lines of code washing over them um it doesn't seem practical so but that's still the stereotype that we've kind of stuck with so what does She Codes do to help girls in, to help inspire girls into STEM? Um, so right now what we do, we do a one day, a one week and a six month program. Um, so all of those are free, sponsored by government and industry so that we can kind of reduce the, the gap um, for people who wouldn't normally be able to do it. Um, so our one day workshops, we run them four times a year for like 100 150 people at a time um, and we've had ages from five through to 80 there before so super broad range of people um, and then the one week and the six month programs are a little bit more niche on how do we actually um, so we've got a youth program uh, during the school holidays and then we've got a few adult programs on like how do we get people into those specific careers. Thanks for coming in and talking to us today answering our questions about coding. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Girls on Fire, the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.